Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning, the following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each other. Who compete to embarrass each other. Who compete to embarrass each other. Wow. Thank you there, James. Yeah, sorry. I thought we were getting counted off. I know. I felt like surprising. <laughs> Usually I count in, but I, I just thought, you know, what? I'm bringing the energy already. I don't even need the count. Everybody is there with us at home. They're they are bringing the energy. Shay's got the energy, right? I got the energy. Let's get it. And you're drinking an energy drink right now? I, I made a good smoothie. It's this morning, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made a good smoothie. I'm trying to, you know, wake up a little bit, stay on a healthy kick, I guess. I see. I I had an entire melted ice cream cake already. So that's, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that's how I bring the energy. I'm a simple oh, guy. I'm okay. a simple guy. I like simple things like a melted ice cream cake. <laughs> what a character, uh, literally. Right. I guess this, uh, this bit, I forget what they ended up calling it in the in the show but we were calling it out of character yeah and this is such a such a weird one right yeah well like, first of all well, real quick welcome to the official the official impractical yeah. jokers podcast we didn't three, we kind of just that's two, how we start one. sometimes Whoa! Yeah. Casey, that's James and Shay. Let's start. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, this is the official Practical Jokers podcast. Uh, nothing unofficial here. And uh, officially, uh, this is one of my favorite weird challenges. Like, yeah, if you haven't noticed, season nine gets a little bit weird as we get to go outside the box uh, for some challenge ideas. In part, due to the COVID rules, like we, we, can't, uh, we can't just go to the supermarket and play like some of our favorite games, like put pocketing like we normally would or use random right. marks. So we have to figure out what ways we can use booked marks that we haven't used them before. And so this one is one of the guys, uh, you know, came up with where it was like, let's book someone to be like the reader. Kind of like we, we played that game uh, where Pete McPartland uh, was like interviewing the jokers. It would be like a joker next to a mark and the other guys wrote, the Joker's answer on the floor. You know, that game documental is what we call it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that where, uh, you know, Pete would ask them the questions and the Joker's give off their weird answers. And they're like, well, what if we just get rid of Pete? Sorry, Pete, but you're out. We'll just make the mark Pete basically and have them be the interviewer. And before they get to the questions, we're just going to have them like, kind of like hang out with this weird person that's worthy of being in a documentary basically. Right. Uh, and different than documental as we played it, you know, in it's other version, we're going to actually make them a character, like not just like a person that's coming in from the food court to answer some questions about their love life or living in New York city. This is like full on, like you are your own character. And speaking of uh, that simpleton who witnessed a murder holding a melted <laughs> ice cream cake, I, I got to say, I, that one, I think, is slightly based off of... Did you ever watch Making a Murderer, you guys? Yes. 
for sure. There's that one, uh, again, a real documentary. So this is terrible, but this is, uh, there's one character in there that was like, kind of like the, the little bit like easily convinced by, by, by the cops to, uh, go along with what they said, which also I remember that. Yeah. Crazy thing that cops are allowed to lie to you during oh, yeah. uh, an interrogation. Uh, Illinois just became the first state to ban that. But anyway, uh, this happened in Wisconsin years ago. So anyway, th- this guy kind of just like went along with the story that the cops laid out in front of him and more or less like helped incriminate either himself or someone else. And it was just one of the uh, check out making murder if you haven't. Uh, but yeah, that that's what this character was slightly based off of that mixed with Forrest Gump. Straight up with Forrest Gump. I just think that the guys were like, let's let's take away Sal's like one of Sal's um, strengths, which is his intelligence. <laughs> yeah, it's Prince Herb, by the way. Prince, Prince Herb. Herb. You oh have to do push- I did my push-ups well, after life. You got to do them. I'm the real simpleton here, guys. I'm the I'm the simpleton. <laughs> yeah, for screwing that up. Uh, but yeah, I think that's like I, I think in all these, you know, this is like the other three guys making you know the 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 Joker on the floor or whatever, like what they want to see them do. And I, I yeah. think that it was really fun and like, like the characters are all different enough. And I, I was excited to see, you know, the return of certain characters like, the, like Murr's creep and, and yes. Cole von Cole, but a brand new character is, uh, is uh, Antonio Gunk. That's yeah. to me, that was my, I think that was my favorite of the, th- of the four new character of the four. Just like, I mean, I liked all the turns, but yeah. Antonio Gunk really just brought brought it for me. And oh, yeah. I, I felt like he embodied the character. They all did. They all really committed. But there's yeah. something about Antonio that just, I felt like Q was, he, he sunk yeah. into it more than I yeah. think the guys even wanted him to. And he, <laughs> and liked I, it, he liked it too much. I believe technically Antoine. A Frenchman. Oh, Antoine, am I wrong? Sorry. And, yeah, a Frenchman, uh, yes. Mr. Gunk is. My bad. Yes. Uh, I was trying to think Tony Gunk and I was like, oh, Antonio. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I actually have the notes written down for when the other guys brainstorm that, like that character. Yeah. And the way that worked was there, the way this worked was like the guys, you know, we had this idea, you know, with the guys and the guys were like, you know, we, we, we section off, we talked to, you know, one of the guys or three of the guys, like maybe on a different day or filming or something or whatever. And we talk about, like what they want the character to be. And so obviously like some were easy, like Cole Von Cole, they were like, we got to make Joe do that again. Same thing with like the creep. And that was like a, to flesh that out was like, okay, like, you know, what are some other things that we could feed him uh, while he's on the floor? But also, you know, they, they improvise a lot of that stuff too. But then the new, the new two characters, right. Right. Antoine and, and the simpleton, like we all kind of like brainstormed on like what the, you know, what's like the behind the actor's studio or whatever like what are, what are the what are the what are the overall the overarching themes of the character yeah and like it like it, it's funny like so i think the way that came out is someone's like what if it's just like a steven tyler type of rock star it was like the start yeah. of it like the germ of the idea and then it just and i think the outfit maybe is still pretty inspired by steven tyler from aerosmith so this is this is the notes like are you going to read the notes from like when we all talked about it yeah that's yeah, fun. just That's a, fun. A, a couple of, and uh, some of the things are just like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's like Aerosmith, but like if, and like, again, you hear some of this in turn, it's like, if he was never big in America, it's like, he's like yeah. only big in Europe and like overseas and like, just thinks he's like 
a really big deal over here. Uh, like, but, and like constantly featured in things that sound big, but we're off. Like his uh, uh, songs are featured in the movie, the Pelican reef, which I guess is a, a parody of the Pelican brief, brief. <laughs> uh, like aging. It still wears those tight leather pants. So like a lot of this was like trying to help like figure out like the wardrobe and stuff like that too, to help the art department out. Uh, and also shout out to the art department. Again, I think Danye does a lot of the costumes for us, if not all of the costumes. Uh, I just want to say a lot, not 100%, but it might be 100%. Danye, uh, fantastic designer. Uh, also, one of, uh, if you guys, uh, if you all get a chance, you should follow Danye on Instagram, uh, that designer of the stars. Uh, he is uh, Lord Danye, such a character, uh, has seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody over 40 times in theaters. I know that was like a big, uh, thing in the office at one point where all, when that movie came out, we were kind of just like cheering him along as he's like, I, I really like it. And he just like kept going and kept going. Uh, but that's what Danye does. And Danye likes something he commits. So that's, uh, that, that's a little bit about Danye. And he'll also just make all these cool outfits for the guys, for the show, but then he'll make them sometimes just because like, I know one time, did he make back to the future shoes for, Sal for his birthday one time, like you know those. Like, um, he bought he, some. He bought, he a, bought a pair, but he made the outfit for him, and he right. bought the gotcha. yeah. yeah, he's he, part of it is like making stuff, and part of it is like sourcing. He's good at mm-hmm. both those things. Yeah, Don is just such a such an awesome dude, and like he's great. He can make anything. He makes like a lot of the awesome outfits that you see on the show, including uh, the one uh, you see here for the uh, Antoine Gunk. But yeah, so some other other lines. It's like definitely just frozen in time from the '90s. Uh, uh, like a lead singer that just totally can't sing. Uh, right. He <laughs> so this seems, stuff. Q, Q always seems like he's like lost his voice, and so it's just it's amazing to think that that gives it like re, that also makes it more believable. Like he's blown yeah. out his voice from you know touring so much and <laughs> you know deep regions of Germany. Yeah. And some, uh, this is a sting parody idea. I guess he's doing, he's doing tantric all the time, still holding an orgasm of 1984. That's good. He hasn't released yet. <laughs> he's waiting yeah, for, I feel that. And like talking about it, like it's an album release, uh, wearing sunglasses <laughs> under a pair of sunglasses. I don't think they went with that. Uh, yeah. like Mambo number five was his idea. Yeah. What else has Yoko Uno on speed dial? Here's a question for, I have a, I have a question for Shay. All right. So do you think that this is, cause you know, Q pretty well, mm-hmm. what part of how much of this is Q's personality? Like, or have you seen, cause you've been on tour with them. How is this, is this real? This is real. What? <laughs> this is Q. Really? So you were like, he went deep into it. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, this is, this is, this is Q. This is Q me. When I, when I say this is Q, the, not the, yeah, me open my own door, like not that part of, of the character, mm. but the, the really not caring and spaced out. That's Q. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's, I think like if Q is just left to his own devices without any judgment oh from God. the world, that's mm. Q. That is a hundred percent. That character is a hundred percent. Well, you know, what's funny. And this kind of reminds me of about Q is that like, just like getting in disguise is like, there's nothing else he would like more than to just go out in public and not be recognized for a day. Like I remember when he first shaved his head, uh, for the, mm-hmm. 
well, not first shaved his head, he's done a bunch, but like when he shaved his head for the Murray wig, mm. he's like, I went to a bar and sat down and nobody noticed me. And I had an awesome time just getting to kind of like hang out, be incognito for a little bit and, uh, and just kind of relax for a little bit, which is something the guys really haven't been able to do since the show's gotten really big. So I wonder how much of uh, that might play into it too, where you kind of get, you go deep into character and uh, you, you kind of get, you kind of get lost. You get to be a, you know, a stranger to the world again. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. It's poetry. It, it, it's just such a, such a great, great challenge. I have, I have some notes for uh, Sal Simpleton as well mm. that were kind yeah. of just brainstormed. Obviously the guy witnessed a murder. Yeah. It was so fun. Just I, the fact that he keeps repeating it. Some, uh, somebody said he's definitely got a bit of Rain Man in him. So, like, I think there's a, like if anything fell, he would like count like the amount of like toothpicks that hit the ground. Um, here's a line: constantly gets to the front of the roller coaster, but he doesn't know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> lo- loves space food uh, from the mall. Random line there. It's so funny uh, that we did all this work. Like, I don't think people understand. Like, that they just think like. Yeah, I mean, it seems like reading it now seems like it was all unnecessary, but right. it kind oh, it of is. puts everyone in the mindset of like what, how to feed Sal things, you know, how like sorry, Prince Herb, how to feed Prince Herb, um, yeah, like you know, to to help the character out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it it's like I, you know, as they say, every actor has a secret, and I think this is like part of them. It's like you just coming up with all these things that we might use, might not use, but it's like, it helps the the guys, like when they're thinking about this character, I think start to feed him things like specifically what kind of character is it's like, what kind of right. simple, is it like Forrest Gump? Is he like, like, you know, whatever, uh, simple Jack from Tropic Thunder, like what, what direction are, are we taking, uh, this character? Yeah. What else? Brilliance with certain things like exact time and temperature, uh, he has no idea where the ice cream cake is from. Uh, and then uh, it just says things like, do you like pizza a lot? Which I, I don't know if we threw that one out there or not. But yeah, so that, those are a few specifics about Sal Simpleton. And then of course, some things that made it like, he's basically dressed exactly like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, this is tough. This challenge is like, it's, it's, it's an odd one. I definitely like love that we did it. It's different in a lot of ways, but also, it's like that thing, you know, it's, it's, it's like kind of the next step after, um, you know, nah dog that, that, that's not me, you know, like yeah. where they do the characters coming up. It's yeah. like, it's like one character. And, and in, in this case, you know, Cole Von Cole, which we, did, mm-hmm. we even talked about some of the stuff that he did in that turn, which was just insane. Amazing. I can't tell if I think like, all right. So two possible marks of the episode was Cole Von Cole's, interviewer yeah mo but also i thought that um is it Susie sue um q's mark yeah great she she was a great like they were like opposites in a way and she she like went along with everything but was also like that's not the question like you you provided all that on your own you know like that was exactly i think what we needed yeah i i could tell like i could tell what mark's uh sorry mers mark was thinking but he didn't express it enough 
He was a little <laughs> quiet. I wish that he would like verbalize like the creepiness that he felt, but sometimes like just a facial expression does the trick. Yeah. He wanted nothing to do with Murr, right? That was yeah. basically at some point he's just like, I'm going to run out the clock and wait until this gig actually starts. Cause mm-hmm. this guy is a freak and I don't want to be in the room with him for a second longer. Yeah. Right. I, th- that's the vibe I was picking up on from, yeah, uh, sure. from him in that turn. But yeah. There, there were some great marks. I love, and you said like Q's Mark, uh, you know, she had to inter- interact with uh, not Cole Von Cole, but our Cole Weber, uh, which was always great, great cameo from Cole here. <laughs> she was great. She was great kind of like calling Q out on his stuff, especially when he just storms off and she's really worried that she, she, she was like, right. Like she was really worried that she like screwed up her job, especially when Cole ran over and be like, what'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was wonderful. But yeah, my mark of the episode is going to be Mo. Okay. Mo with Cole Von Cole. Uh, you know, she, uh, she rolled with the punches with, uh, you know, Cole Von Cole is not an easy guy to get along with. He's making fun of your hometown, Cincinnati, calling it dreadful. And she's just laughing it off, having a good time. And I, I think, again, kind of like Luca last week, that's the kind of person you want to hang out with. Somebody that's going to like, just laugh at all the silly things that this person is saying, be into it, continue the conversation, not get uh, too uh, thrown off by it or get mean or anything like that. So I thought, I thought Mo handled everything uh, the best with a, with a difficult character. I think Q's character is easier to get along with. So that's why I give Mo the edge. Yeah. Uh, in that one. That's my, that's my mark of the episode. How about you guys? I, I, I still think I'm going like Sue. I think she's, I, I just yeah. think that she's the one for me. Like I just liked <laughs> the, 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 the little game of ping pong they played back and forth as <laughs> Sue and Antoine. Like there was, yes. the, I don't know for me, that's that, Oh, that was the takeaway of the whole episode. Yeah. Like, you know, of, of in terms of Mark, I just think that yeah. She kind of lit up on camera, and when she turns around to to Cole, like the actual Cole, not Cole von Cole, yeah. it's just kind of like he's weird, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that inter- that interaction alone was just fun. Oh, yeah, that was no. great. Mark of the episode, it might be in the next bit. My mark oh. of the episode is in the next bit. Whoa, but, another- but I really don't want to pick a mark. I I want to do a character of the episode. Oh, okay. Go ah. for it. What do you got? My character, of course, Antonia was Ant- Antoine. 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 Antoine Gunk. Yeah. If you think about it, you guys be on the Joker cruise, and some mm-hmm. of the listeners have been on the Joker cruise. Yeah. Q's room always looks towards like the pool and like the stage, and he sees all of that. He nicely stands in his window with his robe open, and just stands and watches everybody. If mm. that's not <laughs> With boxers on, I hope. With boxers, with boxers on, of course. But you know, his room is like the party room. You know, we all like that's like where we go chill. That's the like the cool vibe part, and you see everything. That's him the whole cruise. He just stands there like he is Antonio Gunk. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think you're. I think Uh, I'm with you guys. I'm giving. I'm giving Tuan Tuan Gunk the uh, character of the episode. For sure, that's a three for three. Hope we get to see him some more. Maybe he'll appear on the Joker's cruise. Uh, through the window in his I mean, robe, probably without boxers. I'm guessing Shade just said he wore them for the podcast so he doesn't get in trouble, but I'm guessing he's fully nude. Uh, yeah. So again, more reason to get on the Joker's cruise. Uh, cruises are coming back next year. Get your tickets. Great I don't know time. if the Joker's cruises, cruises in general are. It's but, true. Uh, After a few shots of Jameson, I think Q really does 
become Antoine. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's maybe, maybe you're right, Shay. I think you're right. So a hundred percent. That's great. That was, yeah, that's fun. Great. When we get to the next bit, I'll, my, my mark of the episode isn't, is definitely the next. Bit. Okay. Nice. Fun. Let's yeah. Take it. Let's go there. Let's do it. This next one, classic game, dad diary, big fan yeah. of dad diary. Again, weird first bit, like to pair it with like a more up the middle kind of bit that we've done before. That's like straight up. It's like, all right, this is dad diary. Here are the rules. See if the Mark will let you keep reading as you breach the privacy of your child. <laughs> that sounds really bad. It was great. Yeah, it is. It is really bad. That's the thing. And the guys are so good. At, I, I can't believe the marks. I can't believe the marks sometimes where they're like, yeah, just read it and don't tell her about it. <laughs> That's insane to me. Yes. Would you two do that? What would you two do right now? Mm. Like, honestly, if you had your kid's diary uh, or like, or their phone, right? Like anything, like you found it and it's open. And it's like, do you go through their messages? Do you go through their diary? What, what do you think? I'm going through it. You're going through? I'm going through. I can't, I can't say, cause I don't have a child. So I, I wonder, especially like at a certain age, I don't, I can't confidently say that I wouldn't right. because I, you know what I mean? Like I'm not a snoop in general. Like I've never looked through a, like a, a, a girlfriend or my wife Lisa's phone. Like I'm just not, you know, I, I'm just not yes. that kind of snoop as a person. So in my, in my heart is like, Oh, I would not go through my child's diary, but that, yeah. it's a different dynamic. You, you, you're, you're almost more protective mm-hmm. right, with your child. That's a good answer. I would say because you don't do that for like other relationships in your life, I would, I would say that you probably would not then Casey, that, that sounds accurate to me that right. you would not snoop. Shay, You've already said you would. So let's hear the other side of this. I'm going through because one, with today's, like what's going on in in, in the world and everything. And it depends on the kid's age. Sure. It depends on the kid's age. Like if the kid is in like high school or like if it's in college, he or she it is in college. Then that's one thing. But high school and lower, I'm looking because I need to know what's going on. Okay. I had a niece that I, I, like her mom used to go through her phone. Yeah. Every night. And we, wow. Yeah, we, we wound up finding stuff out. Interesting. Huh. And it wasn't it wasn't even that she was the um kid that was doing it. It was her friends. That Whoa. Was, so now you know the type of friends that your, your kid is around. So I would definitely I need to know these things. Interesting. But I did insane stuff when I was a kid and like in a teen. Yeah. Between like seventh grade and college. I did all kinds of insane stuff that I think of my my parents knew they'd be like, Oh my, like my kid doomed. He's, you know, we should put him in right. jail, but I'm like, you know, I, I think I turned out okay. And I, I, you know, sometimes you just, you got to go through some things and I, you know, I, I'm also smart enough not to write it in a, exactly. in a diary and leave it somewhere. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but like, you know, it's beyond the diary now. Like, so if the question is like, you know, re- looking through messages and finding out information that way, I, I, I still got to take a pass on that too. I think it's, I think it's like a, it's a breach. I, you know, you want to protect your kids, but sometimes they got to make those mistakes. Yeah. Like this is one, I, I agree. I, like I'm going to play the middle here, but I kind of, I could see both sides because it, it depends on the kid to a certain extent. If your kid's getting into some behavior that you're really worried about and you can tell like something's up, 
with his kid, but you, they're not communicating with you. I could see potentially going and like reading through whatever their diary or their phone or something. If you feel like you need to get to the bottom of something that could be like a big issue, like you, like whatever, it's like suspected, like, uh, like drug use or like whatever, like I, I could see it personally. I'm with Casey. I don't think I'm going into their book or their phone james james yeah when desi gets a phone you're paying the cell phone bill i don't even pay my own cell phone bill yeah are you kidding me but it's your phone is my my point is your phone oh, you go through it okay you pay the bills it's your that's your kid yeah you own that kid until the kid is 18 i'm looking through everything i need to know <laughs> it's too much going on i need to know if my kid's gonna be a serial killer or not. i hear you and again I, i'm not i'm not judging going through but for me, unless I'm like really like worried about him and I feel like I can't get through to him, I'm just going to let him do his thing. Yeah, be a serial I, killer how, for a little I bit. Just be a serial yeah. killer for a few years. <laughs> and they'll, they'll learn. Look, at we all we all went through the phase. Mur, <laughs> Mur went through the phase, you know? Yeah. He was a, he was a creepy serial killer. And like he yes. wasn't the, the bit in the first challenge. And then, yeah. you know, he grew out of it in this next bit, you know, when he was watching Q and Joe do their turns. Yeah. He see, he, he grew hundred <laughs> percent. The kids grow. And I, and that's, what I think, I, I think you'll just worry yourself too much. If you're reading through everything, like if you think the kid's fine, they're probably fine. Give them their space. You'll get your space. It'll help you out mentally. Personally, that's my belief uh, in that. It's a, I love that this became a, a parenting podcast. It just did. Because of the, <laughs> well, this the is dad diary. Dad diary. <laughs> and it's a great question. I mean, this is, I think, you know, a real conversation started. Viewers ask your family. It's a, it's fun to talk about. Uh, but yeah, let's, you're right, Kate. So let's jump into the dad diary challenge. It is, you know, what do you think? Which one of these uh, activities would you have been most concerned about uh, your kid doing out of all the ones that the guys read out in this turn? What do you think? Um, which one do I think I would want my kid to be? <laughs> <laughs> or no, which, which activity uh, or which dad diary entry that was read would you be the most concerned about? Mm. I don't know. I think all of Joe's were like, they were, it made Joe be the, like the bad guy. So I wouldn't yeah. be that concerned. I'd be more concerned of who I am. <laughs> right. Like the TikTok, yeah. like the TikTok one. Yeah. That's, that's probably going to hit home for a lot of people watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I mean, that was targeted at Joe, right? Joe started oh, yeah. like a TikTok. That hit home for Joe. Yeah, for sure. Then the guys kind of uh, herbed him out there with it. That was, it was great. I, I, I would be legit concerned for Q's turn about eating fish. Like eating. That was my favorite one. Yeah. Eating the fish. I, I, I so badly wanted to hear more. And I, like, you you know, it's, it's a weird challenge where like you want him to lose, you know, but then you don't get to hear more diary entries. So, yeah. but I, I really liked that he eats the fish and to make the boyfriend laugh. And then the boyfriend eats the fish. <laughs> to make, like there's this little like kind of connection there that I really, I want to see more of. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. There, there's some great ones in this, uh, in this bit. Yeah. The goldfish going back and forth. I just love how it incriminates the dad. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the bit. So yeah, uh, how about you, Shay? Did you have any any faves? Um, the uh, cues. Yeah, the whole cue. I thought. Yeah, cues. Mark is my mark of the episode. Cues turn, but I did the twerking with Joe. It kind of concerned me a little bit too. Yeah, mm. yeah, the twerking and the twerking. I love that bet. So, do they pay out these bets for real? Yeah, Shay? they do. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah, a hundred percent. What a way to lose a hundred bucks. He definitely got a hundred bucks. If you say that you, you're going to, he's not going to let you hold it down. Like he's not going to let you live it down. You have to give him that hundred dollars. Especially Joe, you're saying. Yes. Uh, yes. A hundred percent. Like anybody else, but Joe, give him a hundred. 
You said it. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. So he definitely got that hundred dollars. That's great. Uh, I love it. I love that they they make them pay out. I actually uh, I have a couple dad diary ex- uh, entries that we didn't get to see on TV. They didn't make the cut. Would you like to read some out here on the pod? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to read this one. Uh, Dear diary. I saw dad kissing the Mrs. Potato head again. <laughs> I walked in on him and he was rolling around on the linoleum with it. And he kept whispering hot potato. <laughs> I don't want to play with Mrs. Potato Head anymore. She smells like dad's burps now. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. It's genderless now though, huh? The potato? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, that's a problematic da- entry for that child. So that's probably, that's probably what. That's probably why. And then it's IP probably, again. That's probably why I didn't get in. Because it's like anytime we use an IP and we focus on it too long, then our lawyers say, yeah, that's you did it again, boys. You did it again. Intellectual, intellectual property. Yes. It's so intellectual. Uh, um, okay. Read another one. I love these. Okay. Dear diary, dad picked me and my friends up from school and immediately tore ass in the car. Then he said the dog tore ass, but we don't even have a dog. So he pretended he had a dog riding up front with him and making <laughs> stupid dog noises every time he tore ass. <laughs> That's really fun. That's great. That, that would be fun to read. That would seem like a little fakey, but I also think it's worth it. If that's the third entry. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Let me, let me try to find one more here. Let's take a look at this one. Dear Diary, Dad took me to dinner for getting straight A's. But when we got to Oriental Empire, they didn't have a table. Then Dad cried. The, host, the hostess tried to console him. but He wept more and more. They said the wait would be short, but Daddy just kept crying. And then he let out a squeaker. <laughs> I know because I'm butt height and it hurt my ear. <laughs> Dad cried and squeaked through dinner. <laughs> I never want to get straight A's again. Was it just, were the other entries just fart entries? I think they're just <laughs> fart entries. They're like, listen, we can only take one. So yeah, we can't, can't do them all. So yeah, they, they didn't make it. Yeah. These are, these are great. It's such a, such a fun, fun bit. One more. Let me get one more actually. Yeah, please. I, I can keep, I mean, I, I just want to hear all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I actually want to own the diary that has them all in there. Dear diary. Dad's rash is back, so it looks like I'm in for another week where it's all about him. He wears this sweatshirt with the chest cut out so he can let his rash breathe. I saw his skin flakes fall into his chili, but I didn't say anything. I think he's barfing now. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, barf. We switched barf, it up. Barf, barf. Switch it up. Yeah, you got it. Smart. That's great. I always love a dad diary. Did those other turns go yet, or is this another one where... Where we don't remember? Uh, it's another one where three months later, we don't remember. I watched the next two weeks episodes, I will say. Okay. And just on that note, uh, super pumped for next week, by the way. It's a great one. We got a really good lineup. Ooh, I'm excited. I haven't seen it yet. Look at you doing your homework early. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's teacher's, uh, teacher's pet over here. Teacher, teacher. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, children, my child was keeping me up in the middle of the night. So I was soothing him back to sleep. I had my headphone, like my little earbuds in. And I just had like uh, our episodes kind of like streaming in the background. So I was really listening to them more than watching them. Uh, and they're, they're, they're great. <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff in there. And I can't wait to see the visuals when I watch it for the podcast. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, we got some, got some good stuff coming up. That's fun. And then we get to the punishment now, huh? Oh, we get to the pun, baby. This one, other side of the glass. It's a, a different way to use the two-way mirror. Um, it was one of the guys we've been working on for a while. We had so much fun with the two-way mirror bit when we do the challenge two-way mirror. Uh, so they're like, how can we get like a punishment out of, out of this device? And they, they came up with this idea for two of them to do. And then it ended up being, you know, Sal and Q 
that lost the episode. So again, this one I think could have went to any of the guys, but they, this one kind of played true to some episode math and, uh, you know, Q and Sal lost and uh, they had to be some motivational speakers that just were never pumped up enough, never pumped up enough. I, I think what was the craziest thing they did? I think smelling salts like messed with them the most. Like <laughs> you, could, you could tell that they like, uh, they were almost like, wow, okay, this is a whole other punishment. They're like smelling salts could have been its own punishment. Right. I agree. It was like, what was funny was it wasn't the first thing, right? So they were, the other guys were like, do more, do more. Like, like jump on the trampoline more, like do all this, blah, blah, blah. And so by the time they got to the smelling salts, they were just like ready to rip it and hit it as hard as they could. And it really right. messed with their heads when they did like there, it like that, like you said, that could have been its own punishment because they, they were both really messed up from the smelling salts. It seemed like the face you make, if you've had like a, like a ton of wasabi, <laughs> you know, like where you're just like, Oh my God, like just messes with your sinuses. Oh my, I, I, I never want to do that. Um, yeah. I love the montage of like all the quick hits, like, cause we, we did this so much yeah. that it was that we did it so much that it was like, how are we going to fit it all in? So they just did. I love that like montage of that. They, you know, cause they kept going back and forth, but that one of like doing all the thing, like, you know, I love the, yeah. the, the shot of coffee and Jameson being drunk. It was so fun. J-Mo. Yeah. It was fantastic. Shay, what was this like on set that day? You remember? I mean, for me, it was fun. A yeah. lot of the props that we didn't use, I got to take home. Like what? Smelling salt? I have a the smelling salt. No, you guys can have that one. Um, there was a, a pull-up bar, like a workout pull-up like thing. It's nicely in my gym. Yeah. Which I have a three-bedroom apartment. So one of my rooms, I just call a gym. And what else did I was I able to take? I wanted the trampoline, but I couldn't get the trampoline. It couldn't fit in my car. I guess it was like whatever could fit. That's fine. Yeah, whatever could fit in my car, I, I just took. So like Jameson. Jameson, I got to drink. It was amazing. That's great. Coffee, I'm not big on, but Jameson, you know, little JMO ginger ale, slice up, splash of pineapple juice, always hits. We were on set for a different thing recently, Shay, and remember, and and um, they broke out some Hennessy, and I I got Ow. to have my my first Hennessy. Did I did I mix it for you? Did I do the Hennessy and apple juice? I think I had a sip of yours. No, yeah, yeah. I had I had a little bit of it. I didn't. I I don't like it with that. I mean, what? yeah. Oh. I I've I, I've never had cognac, and it was like it was an interesting experience. It's kind of just like like almost a sweeter bourbon or something. Mm. Hennessy and apple juice is my go-to. Really? Yeah. It's delicious. It is. <laughs> it, the, the apple juice cuts the taste of the Hennessy. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. But wait yeah. till you're 21, kids. Uh, that's what we want to say uh, officially <laughs> on the official Impractical Jokers podcast. Yes. Another fun thing about this challenge. So the guys ended up- Punishment or challenge? Punishment. Oh, it is a punishment. And it's Prince Herb. <laughs> it's Prince Herb and I will now do 20 push-ups. Uh, but- yeah, I probably called him Sally Bunch. Uh, but so for the nicknames here, speaking of Prince Herb, uh, the guys ended up uh, improvising their own just really based off the Mark's looks. But before that, they were like, yeah, just in case, why don't we just brainstorm a bunch of nicknames uh, with them? So some, I, again, I took some notes on some of the uh, nicknames we came up with. Didn't make the cut because, again, the guys really just wanted to go with the looks of the people in the room. Uh, but we had some fun ones where they... Uh, Mr. Halitosis uh, <laughs> was one. Queen Kong was another. The Pillsbury No Boy was one out there. Sp spaghetti Arms. <laughs> Thomas Thomas Jefferson Jr. That's great. That's so funny. Butterscotch Swirl. Oh, that's okay. That's a that's a real rapper that that Sal and I are are kind of obsessed with. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Is, is it because he's a is he because he's a very good rapper, Casey? Uh. Uh, if he's listening, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Vegan Ice Cream. 
was another one. That's that great. I, really oh, liked. I love that nickname. But here's one of my favorites. Walmart Oprah. Calling somebody a Walmart version of Oprah. Wow. Is a, is a good one. I think I might be a Walmart Oprah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and four eyes. That was the last one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a classic. Yeah. Just make sure nobody forgets for us. But yeah, this is a, a, a fun punishment. And I love the marks in the beginning of the night. Do they know we can see them? I know. That was great. But yeah, just uh, just like a, I'll say this, weird episode. Like for, for me, I was watching, I was like, this yeah. one we got to, it was definitely it's like, we got to get a bit crazy out there. I, I think that happens, you know, I'll, I'll say this. This one is the first one we have airing during the Olympics, right? Oh, yeah. So I know the last time the Olympics came, one of my favorite punishments, which is another weird one, the network was like, let's throw it on during the Olympics. Twice <laughs> ring? No, 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 not Turquoise Ring. It, it was Joe playing at the memorial service for Tommy oh, Chan. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he oh, plays yeah. all the instruments. They're like, this one's weird. Let's put it up against uh, like the Olympics because maybe people see it. It's like you don't want to put like like uh, those, like the thing you premiere the season with on against the Olympics. Because you assume a healthy amount of the audience is watching this thing that only comes every four years. Uh, so I think sometimes they put some of the weirder episodes on during this like up against the Olympics uh, time slot. Respect. And so when I remember that, I was like, Oh, okay. I could see, I can see why they put this weird one up, but I, I like the weird ones. Like you said, Turquoise course ring, one of my favorites, that Joe punishment, uh, where he's playing all the instruments for Tommy Chang's memorial service is definitely one of my all time favorites. And yeah, this, this is another weird punishment that I, I really like. And it just really made me laugh. I, I, I really yeah. enjoyed this one. Yeah. Big fan. I, my, I, I will say this. I'm not afraid to critique our own show. When yeah. we originally were going to do this, I did not, yep. I did not uh, want, and I, I was, when I saw like a, a like the, the first cut or, you know, when I was watching it um, on the monitor, I saw photos. I wanted the, the people in the room to not be facing the window directly. Yes. I wanted them to be facing like, like the window to be like on their, on their left. Yeah. Or, or something so that they're facing the door. So it's not, it's not, uh, so it yeah. would feel less like a show. Yes. Cause I, you know, I, I wanted to be like subtle, like where they were like, Oh, I'm, I'm we're really not supposed to be seeing this right now. So that yeah. was my, I, I wish they didn't do that, but you know, sometimes things get, you know, production just goes and they set something up in a way that they think would be best. And we wanted it too. Uh, yeah. The production team wanted it too. It was the depth of the room was just not great for it. And uh, yeah. And basically to then get that, you would have had to have people kind of sitting in a line and they were afraid that people at the end of the line would not be tuned in basically that they wouldn't like, kind of like look in at the window if they were like four people over more or less. Uh, so that's why it ended up being this way. And so, like you say, it might maybe like you, your thought there is maybe it was a little on the nose that all this stuff is happening right behind the glass. Yeah. I just think I just visually, I would have liked them having to turn their heads and like, look to see what's going on versus yeah. like just looking up a little neck craning. I don't disagree. I love it. That's, that's yeah. my, that was my note, one note. I'm not, I'm not afraid. I ain't afraid. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Come at me, Pete McPartland or the Jokers. Yeah, bring it. Bring it, Pete. Come on, Prince Herb. I don't want to mess with the Herb. I mean, he didn't, he didn't decide that at all. <laughs> no, of course not. He didn't. He was out on planning for this one. So yeah. But yeah, that was a great episode. And like I said, get ready for next week. Next week, really, really fun episode too. I, I, I'm excited for you two to watch it so then we could talk about it. And uh, yeah, and actually for me to watch it because I only listen to it. Uh, so yeah. It's, do, you want to drop any, do you want to drop any hints or spoilers? Mm, or a mark legally, to look out for? Legally, legally uh -huh. I can't okay. do it 
um, because I need to keep getting paid. I don't want to get fired by leaking right. information. Sure. So, um, but I will say there's a bit that is one of my favorite challenges that we're doing again and it, and it kicks off the episode. So, uh, are you, it's, are you that. Beth? It's the challenge. Are you Beth? Right. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And, and case, yeah, we've got one of the, the punishment. I think we were most excited about, excited about in pre-production when we brainstorm with all the guys uh, about punishments, it's coming up in one of the next two episodes. And again, I was feeding my kid at like 3am. So I don't remember whether it was in next week or the one after, but it's okay. the one that we were most <laughs> pumped about in okay. pre-production is coming up. So there's an awesome, awesome, awesome all-timer punishment coming up in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait. So yeah, that's, that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so I can't wait. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, sweet. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks guys. Thanks everyone for listening. Love seeing you guys. Love you, Shay. Love you, James. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love y'all. All right. Take care. And we'll see you next week. Enjoy the Olympics. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>